0: Here's what's coming up on today's show. Most people are doing mortgages. They're doing a home loan. So you're going to limit your audience to those that only have cash and why. There must be something there.
1: Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Have you ever wondered why that listing you were looking at was cozy? as it was perhaps written into the description, or why the seller was listed as being motivated. Well, we want to decipher some of these cryptic terms in our show today with expert real estate agent Colleen Benson and unveil the story behind what we'll call the dirty words of real estate, <laughs> uh, or at least just some of these coded words. That might be a better way to describe this, Colleen, the coded words of real estate listings. We're going to talk about what these actually signify. I don't think these are huge deals or big red flags necessarily, but it's kind of fun to talk about maybe the evolution of these words or kind of what they mean in real estate speak. So this should be kind of fun. You ready to go?
0: Yeah, let's do it. All
1: right, I'm going to combine two into our first one here. So, fixer upper, certainly a term you hear all the time. You might also hear handyman special, but what's really coded when you hear some of those kinds of things? They're painted picture. The handyman special sounds like a positive thing, but uh, what are we um, really spinning?
0: Deferred maintenance. (laughs) I said that to my client um, last week. She goes, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "Deferred maintenance. It it means that." It hasn't been well taken care of, and you need to fix a lot of things, right? But, um, you know, it's interesting as we go through these dirty words of real estate with the AI and all the, what is it, the G, what are they doing, G-chat? The chat, or chat
1: GPT, yeah.
0: Chat, GPT, okay, so I'm getting ready to go to a conference to hear all about uh, AI and real estate. Yeah. And I wonder the new words that are going to come out. Versus these, you know, we, we overuse these words quite a bit. For sure. Fixer upper. I feel like fixer upper is maybe an overused word. Because, uh, I don't know. It just, for me, it I think it's a dirty word. I don't like it. But mm. I do get clients that say, hey, what, what do you have for fixer uppers? Well, that depends on your level of fixing up, right? It's a
1: really broad term, yeah. Very broad. Because you could have a fixer upper mean... Well, it's livable. You can move into the house right now and not change a thing and be fine and happy but fixer offer upper could also mean, oh yeah, there's a hole in the ceiling from an animal that you know chewed through the roof, and you know, and there's a leak over here, and so it's a fixer upper, and you're going to have to do something immediately. Or are we just talking yeah. new, it needs new paints and some wallpaper taken down, well, and you know, things like that.
0: You don't want to offend your client either. I mean, you're talking about their home as a fixer <laughs> upper, and, and then they're like, what? It, it's in great condition, so <laughs> it's a, a very point. relative term depending on mm-hmm. your view of what a fixer-upper is
1: <laughs> I feel like we've even used another term here like uh, this house has a lot of opportunity perhaps right mm-hmm. or or we've even used kind of the other oh, home has a lot of personality right uh, meaning maybe there's a little bit of work that you might want to put into it <laughs> so yes, sometimes these things mean a lot understand. of different things don't they all right, so that's the fixer upper handyman special category. What about when you see motivated seller? Does that have any like kind of Ooh. a code behind it if you see that in a listing?
0: Uh, kind of implies desperation or a bargain. Yeah, I, I think that motivated seller gives me the feeling that a seller is willing to take less of an offer because they're in a situation where they have to get their home sold. Um I don't use that term. I don't use that term in my marketing. I I don't think that that needs to be marketed, that's a conversation, you know? If if an agent calls me and says, hey, I have a buyer interested in this property, how motivated is the seller? That's a very good question. To me, that's, that's a response I can give. Well, the seller needs to be out of their house by September 15th, so there shows some motivation, but I wouldn't advertise with that.
1: Mm. That's a great distinction. I appreciate that. Yeah, motivated seller. Uh, something worth asking as a buyer to uncover, but from a seller's perspective, maybe we don't need to be advertising that to the world. Okay?
0: Like no, because that. That, then you're going to possibly generate some lowball offers, and that might it might be that your seller is motivated on timeline, but not price.
1: Okay, very good. Cozy. Mm-hmm. How about cozy? Cozy is a, a positive term. Like, oh, this is so cozy. It sounds nice, but I love is, the that, word. is that hiding something, though, in some cases?
0: No, I think it just—I mean, we have all these little coastal bungalows that are so cozy. You know, you go to the coast and it pours down rain, and and you're cozy in your bung. I I love the word, but I guess it could imply small.
1: Yeah, well, oh, nigh- that's going to be relative anyway, though, right? Mm-hmm. So. Why not use a more positive word like cozy in that case? Um, this reminds me, Colleen, I once was – the the story is too long to tell the full story. But basically someone was taking over a space that I was renting. Uh, this is professionally not like a, a house or anything. And it had a really old phone booth in the – in in the office space. And so I said to the guy, like, I'm if if you can move in, but I'm not getting rid of the phone booth, like I'm not moving it, you have to take care of moving it yourself. And he was like, well, can you at least help me out and put like a description up there uh, online to see if somebody can come and take it. And this person worked in media. So they were all about, you know, compelling words and, and those kinds of things. And I put in the in the listing form, I said extremely heavy phone booth, like multiple times. Be aware, this thing is heavy. Bring multiple people, blah blah. And he wrote me back, and he was like, "You might want to downplay the, uh, you know." He's like criticizing my writing. He was like, "Try this word or this word to make it sound a little bit less strenuous to move this." I was like, "No, I want it to be very transparent that this is very heavy, and they need to bring a team of people. I don't want someone to get here and waste my time with them being like, oh, we can't move it.' So I don't know. It just reminded me of that's where you
0: turn to your that. AI chat bot thing. Yeah what's
1: a better way to write this description so (laughs) if only it had existed back then all right how about as is is this in the same category as that fixer upper handyman special code Um,
0: so as is so i will i will use that in advertising for a seller if that's what they want in this market right now i think it used to be a bad word in this market right now it's basically the seller saying i'm not doing repairs so bring me a clean offer don't ask for repairs and we'll move forward. And a lot of times if, if we see as is in the listing, in the description of the property, that's something that is good to know. Um, so that when our client goes through the home and wants, you know, is gonna ask the seller for this, this, and this, and we say, well, the seller's asking for an as is offer. So that's just a request from the seller. Now, oftentimes we will sell a house as is, but something will come up in the inspection that, has to be done for the uh, sale of the home for the loan to fund for the appraiser condition so if for example the house just the roof is shot it's not going to pass appraisal it's going to be a condition of the appraisal we don't find out till post inspection then we have to negotiate a roof so as is is a request i feel a request from the seller and not a bad thing to advertise so i would go ahead and use that one
1: Excellent. Yeah, that's uh, a good one to recognize being different from the fixer-upper and handyman special notices. This one actually like has more meaning behind it when you throw that as-is tag in there. So that's good. Uh, if you see something that says an estate sale, should that kind of tell you a little bit further about that property? I don't know if this one's necessarily a bad word, but what is uh, what does estate no, sale indicate? No, I don't indicate? think
0: estate sale's a bad word. It usually makes me think that the house is vacant or that maybe somebody passed died and um now it's an estate the state is selling the property might mean to me that there's more than one seller involved and um or whatnot i don't really use that word in in my marketing but it's i don't think it's a bad word it just it may mean the house has been vacant or needs updates
1: I think that's a good point. Would you yeah, agree? yeah. Just realize that there's uh, maybe some additional complications that come around with an estate sale type property. Perhaps mm-hmm. sounds like. Uh, what about cash only? If you see that in a, a listing or, or, or brought up, is that some sort of uh, bad word or code word in real estate? Kind
0: of. Yeah, cash only implies um, there's some issues preventing financing. So when you see cash only, you're like, "What's wrong with it? Okay, you know, why won't it qualify for a loan?" because it's our job to give you all the opportunities to purchase our, cl- our clients homes. so cash is same as loan to a seller right they still get paid out at the closing table so we don't want to limit our buyer pool to cash buyers because cash buyers are a really small percentage most people are doing mortgages they're doing a home loan so you're going to limit your audience to those that only have cash and why There must be something there.
1: Mm, That's a great point. So that one is definitely one to have your uh, alarm bells go off of a little bit. Yep. All right, we're talking with Colleen Benson about code words, dirty words, if you will, in the real estate landscape. They're not all that dirty, but they just tell us that there might be more behind the description uh, than you might think at first. If you've got questions for Colleen at all, you can call or text her at 503-830-9467. If you're looking to work with an agent in the area, don't hesitate to reach out. 503-830-9467 is, again, that number to call or text. What about tenant-occupied? Is that concerning at all?
0: Oh, Yeah tenant uh, a lot of people are like oh gosh i don't want to deal with a tenant like evict having to evict them or waiting 60 90 days till the seller evicts them sometimes they're hard to get into uncooperative definitely like you see tenant occupied and we kind of go ah however you know we those homes still sell so if we have a, a client a buyer that wants to see a home that's tenant occupied you know usually we have to you know do the showing we have to have ample time uh for the showing to occur you know 24 hour notice ample notice is the word i was trying to look for and um you know understand that it's maybe not always the way that a seller would showcase their home because tenants really probably aren't happy about having to get out for showings and have the house shown and whatnot now on the on the listing side of things when i'm representing a seller i have tenant occupied you know we just try to do everything we can to make that i think we talked about that last week where we make it super easy for the showings to occur and we work with the tenant sometimes i'll just try to build a really great relationship with that tenant um, to make things smoother and easier for them throughout the whole process so yeah tenant occupied is a tough one it could be a challenge
1: yeah. Uh, additional challenges seem to be the case with a lot of these words, and that's why we're kinda grouping them together on today's show. Uh last one, at least that I've got on my list here, Colleen, would be outdated. So if uh, we talk <laughs> about how a lot of these things meant that the house might be outdated, and sometimes, uh yeah, you just might hear the word outdated. I don't know if you're gonna see that in listings so much, but maybe that's something no, you'll hear from your, we from your agent. We try not <laughs> to
0: say outdated, but I love it when, you know, you'll meet with the seller and they'll be like, Oh, my kitchen's updated and bathrooms are updated and then you're like what year did you do that (laughs) i a long time back in my very very long ago past i was director of sales for shiloh inns and i'm telling you shiloh Shiloh inns hotels and it's like when we'd be marketing hotels it's like uh updated hotel room you know when you see updated hotel room and you get into the hotel room it's like updated when in the 80s right right yeah (laughs) I mean, like Up- how updated long from its you, original
1: form, I suppose. How long yeah. can you
0: use that phrase updated? So um, that's always a funny one. When I see something marketed as updated, it's like, I'd like to know when, like in this century or, you know, in the last five years. So when I meet with a seller, I ask, what are all the improvements you've done in the last five years? You know, five years goes by fast. Cause they're like, yeah. oh, we did this. We did that. Oh, gosh, that was 15 years ago. You know, sure. So it's kind of. A realistic way of saying, uh, "Is this updated um, or is this outdated?" But I don't use "outdated" to describe a property. No, that's that's not a good one.
1: <laughs> good stuff. All right. Any others you would uh, bring up in our conversation today, Colleen? Any other things that you come across in your uh, in your days of working with uh, that you would kind of <laughs> consider a coded or a dirty word? Well, in real estate? I love the
0: word rustic.
1: Rustic. Rustic okay. can yeah. have
0: both. Like people can love rustic or. Um, my, I have a little beach, Chalice and Scott, and I only share it with family and friends. I don't put it on Airbnb or anything. And one of my fellow uh, colleagues and friends uh, w- asked if she could go stay in it for the week. And I said, I just want you to know it's kind of rustic. You know, it's not all bright and modern. And she's like, I love rustic. And she calls me when she gets there. She's like, it is so cute and adorable. What did you mean by rustic?
1: Oh, that's so, funny.
0: It can mean different things to different people, but that's kind of one of those words. It could go either way, wouldn't you say? It can
1: also have like a rustic outside, but then an updated inside, right? Yeah. Yeah. the, the two rustic feels very different depending on whether you're talking about exterior or interior as well so right. I like that one that's a good one to bring up because I feel the same way I'm, I'm usually like, I hear rustic and I'm like eh, I don't think so but then often people rustic <laughs> ends up being yeah I'm like running water like uh, <laughs> just a cabin where like you can actually see the spiders crawling between the boards in the wall like that kind of thing oh no okay it just means quaint maybe it would be kind of another one right like rustic and quaint and yeah. charming they, they all kind of fall in that category a little bit
0: yeah rustic it kind of means old, like in my right. Opinion. That's what I picture old. first
1: of all is old and dusty. Mm-hmm. That's what comes to mind.'ll We'll do this again sometime, Colleen. I'll just throw out words and then have you like react to them. Like you give me, like I'll say, you know, like a game like Rustic and you say old, you know, or this or dusty, uh, you know, we'll have a little like quick, quick reaction game of some sort. We'll do that sometime in the future. Well, there you have it. uh, The coded and dirty words of real estate. Uh, What do you think? Do you have questions about anything? Give Colleen a call 503-830-9467. You can call or text Colleen at that number. 503 830 9467. Work with the best top 1% of Oregon Realtors and the number one Keller Williams team in the Salem office. Don't hesitate to reach out today with questions you might have. The Keeping It Real Estate podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes, and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting Keeping It Real Estate That's Keeping It Real Estate Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio
0: show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.